Welcome to our podcast series, Stories from the Field. I'm your host, Joy Keita, and with me today is Ron Pierce. Hi, Joy. Hi. I am hearing that we're going to talk about Vietnam today. We sure are, and I'm going back into the archives. Oh, um, I like that. This is a story from, oh, quite a few years ago, of a man that I met, and we call him Bible Man. And um, there are many stories around this gentleman that I've gathered over the years, but I'm going to give you one of the first ones that in my interviews um, came to the surface, and I think you're really going to like this one. Um, Bible Man had a wife and seven children. He was very, very strong in the Lord. He was a good pastor, a great evangelist, a tremendous church planter, and he was pressured because of this by the Khmer police, the religious police in Vietnam, um, uh, for you know, years and years and years. And they wanted him to renounce his faith. They wanted him to walk away from the Lord, all of this, but he refused. Mm-hmm. Finally, they got, they put him in prison. They captured him for, I'm forgetting right now exactly what for, but they captured him for something, probably just for aggressive evangelism, and put him in prison for three years. And he said that it was just torturous mm-hmm. in the prison. And when he went into the prison, he had about a thousand members in his church. All right, okay, thousand members, and they put him in prison. His family thought he was dead. They didn't hear from him. Nothing for three years. When he was released from the prison, the church had grown by to four thousand in size. His church had his grown. church had grown to four thousand wow. members in size, and therefore it spread out. This was now a growing. Right. Uh, you know, you could tell he planted good seed in good soil, and this was the result. Mm-hmm. So this was a tremendous man of God. But he knew that they needed to have Bibles, and there were very, very few Bibles around in those days, and there were none in his areas. He had to go and search for them and find them. And I remember him talking about him having these two bags of Bibles that he carried with him, and he was going, and he found them, and he was taking them back to his village, and all of a sudden, he was arrested by the police and they put him in a truck, and they were taking him back to prison. Had he just gotten he out? He just got out. No. He just got out. He, they caught him with these Bibles and his Bible bag, and he, 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 was, he was on his way back to prison. Mm-hmm. So he's sitting there, and he's telling the guard beside him, because he was in the middle, and there was a guard on the passenger side, and there was a guard in uh, driving on the driver's side. Right. Okay. Um, and here he was going back to prison. And uh, he was sort of in this truck, and yeah. he was trying to dissuade or persuade or whatever it was, yeah. the guard from taking him back to prison and persuade him to let him go, and uh, the guy wouldn't do it. Well, because Finally, as much as they want to, they don't mind going to prison, he just got out and he's well, trying to give Bibles to his church, Exactly. Right? Okay. He had a purpose. He had two bags of Bibles. Right. And th- <laughs> these were terrible. his pride and joy, right. and he had to get them to his 4,000 people. Right. And he, he understood the value of the Word of God right. for growth, et cetera, like that. So, um, so he says, I, I tried to bribe the guy. Hmm. And he says, I wanted to have him let me go, and how much would it take? And the guy said, $50. So he looks, all he had going into prison, all he had from probably trying to buy Bibles or whatever, he had $28. So here he is with his $28, and the guard said, not enough, Hmm. not enough. Well, it was right at that moment 
that all of a sudden they hit this huge bump in the road. And the truck, he says, was just rolling from side to side, mm-hmm. etc. Well, he took this opportunity and he jumps out no, of the truck over escaping. the guard and he jumps out onto the road. Double, and he held onto his Bibles. He said, I <laughs> held onto my Bibles. I held onto my Bibles. And he rolls in the ditch, yeah. and the truck is still jostling around. They're trying to get control of it. And he's okay. He picks himself up, and he's running down the road backwards. And so here he, he's going, and the guard thought, okay, we can't let this guy go. He couldn't get out of the truck. It was still going too fast. And was, mm-hmm. and so he takes his gun, he tries to shoot him, but he had to hold on to the truck with both hands mm-hmm. so he couldn't shoot him with his rifle. So here he is, he's heading across the road over the hills and dale. Well, the report goes out, everybody, that they've got this Bible man and everybody comes after him. So they're chasing him and they're chasing him on motorcycles and they've got the whole force out looking for him. He heads to this village, and he was he bought um, a train ticket, mm-hmm. or I'm sorry, a bus ticket to go in this direction, but he never got on the bus. He bought the ticket, and then he got the ride on the back of a motorcycle, Wait, still holding on so to his two bags on purpose, of Bibles. He, bought yeah, the... he, he was smart enough. He bought a ticket so huh. that when the police would come, they would think he was on this bus. Right. So the bus pulls out. They go to the trains or the bus station, ask the guy, was this guy here? Yeah, yeah. And he had two bags of Bibles and he bought a ticket on this bus. So they're chasing after this bus that didn't have so him on it. Basically like James Bond. Exactly. Is what we're saying. Exactly. <laughs> and he's on the back of this motorcycle no, rejoicing, no. heading back to his village. So my my conversation with this guy um, was really something. Like I'm thrilled with this story. But this is the greatest servant of God in regards to this. So I'm going to read to you this, the last bit of my notes, okay? With a growing and numerous number of believers growing in in this region several years ago, they did a survey on it, and this would have been probably about four years after my interview with them. Get this, exact numbers. He now has in his region 21,742 believers. He started another 25 churches. He has 200 families that have dedicated themselves to be church planters in the the jungles around there. Mm. And this man is now centering his ministry at that time of trying to get Bibles for his people while he's motivating everyone else to go out and do the evangelism. He knows the value of God's word. When I heard this, and I, over the years, got that number of 21,000, et cetera. I thought to myself, this is one of the greatest heroes in, in my travels around the world. Because here he is, fearless. He's a man of adventure. He's a man that knows the power of God's word. He is a life that is a living example for all the new believers and all the other people to leave what they're doing, like these 200 families that were going into ministry to, to, to be church planters. This is an example to young people today of what life can be like with Jesus. Exciting. And that's why I like the Bible Man story. Well, uh, I don't even have anything to say because that was such a great story. Uh, you guys have been listening to our series, Stories from the Field. Thank you, Ron. <laughs>